I mean, respectfully, guys, I don't, I find this, a lot of this offensive. Gary Hoffman. You're coming to some serious conclusions for a guy that has zero intelligence. Shannon Farron. Gary. We have nothing to hide. Shannon. Shameful and wrong. Gary and Shannon. That's what you guys should be writing to You're from Boston. I think eight years old, and this is this is a lot coming from me. Eight years old is too young okay. to be going on an f bomb tirade, love, even if it is at a football game. I love that you even cast if aspersions. The Patriots are down by twenty eight or twenty five. It was twenty eight to three, right? It was when Mark that, Wahlberg's the, kid. Mark, Mark Wahlberg. So Mark Wahlberg is like the biggest Patriots fan ever, Mister Boston, right? And everybody knew about it when he left the Super Bowl early before the Patriots had that turnaround, right? Hashtag poor Matt Ryan. (laughs) And the story went that his son was sick. Well, the news today was that the real story is this kid was throwing a tantrum where he wouldn't stop saying the F word. And it was, it got to be the so bad that they had to leave the Super Bowl because this little kid wouldn't stop saying "f this, f that, f, f Tom Patriot, Brady. f Tom Brady." And you, and I, a, I assume. Okay, so a part of me gets it, right? Like I, <laughs> I get, I, I feel for this little kid. I've been at games where I've felt this way. Not when you were eight. Not when I was eight, though. And what was more offensive to Mark Wahlberg, the f bomb or the f Tom Brady? Right. Like, which one of those which was, was, a, was the one that was like, time to I'm leave. having no yeah. more of this. Time I am to, out. Time and then to missing, leave the building. And then missing the comeback. Right. Okay, so I know that when you're an eight-year-old and you've got Mark Wahlberg as a father, you're probably exposed <laughs> to a lot of Fs and other, and other colorful phrases. Sure. But as a kid, you shouldn't be allowed to say that, right? In front of your parents? In front of your parents until you're... Might be a question 15. for, uh, for, no, for Justin later when he comes and talks about parenting stuff. Yeah, when is you know, it? Well, he, no, no, do you pinch, he's, no. You pinch them in the back of the... Because uh... he doesn't have a problem swearing in front of his kids. I've seen him swear in front of his kids. Yeah, I, it's even, one, I, even but, I'm like... Well, here's the thing, but though. But how do you handle your kid when they're having a tantrum in uh, public? I see. Well, that and it's one thing to swear in front of your kids. Hell, that's your own prerogative. I don't think that's a sin to swear in front of your kids. Right. But it, the problem is, is when the kids start swearing back to you. You know what I mean? Like, when is it okay for your kids to swear back to you? Or for your kids to go on a tantrum right. with F this, F that? F Tom Brady. You know what I mean? And I think eight <laughs> is too young. Like That may be a line. It yeah. might be a line. <laughs> we'll actually, we'll fill in the details of that story a little bit later in the show. There's a bunch going on. The UN has voted to condemn the president's decision to recognize Jerusalem. That's making headlines back east right now and, uh, well, all around the world. A couple of people now arrested in that car attack in Australia. A guy drove his car through a crowd. I mean, the, the story is the same. Thankfully, only 19 people injured. But two people arrested, not just the driver, but a guy who was nearby. We'll explain a little bit later. In fact, the bottom of this hour. And the update on the Thomas fire, very, very windy once again. More uh, 40, 50, 60-mile-an-hour wind gusts 
through the area of the Thomas Fire. It's now 272,200 acres, which is officially the second largest fire since the uh, early 30s, since the Depression in California. It's 60% contained and just... uh, about a thousand acres to go before it becomes the largest fire we've seen in uh, in eighty plus years. But we start with a death. Can I have some death oh, music? Let me find the death music. Right I'm going to need death music okay. for this. Explain what the what the death. Music I'm is. very sad about this. Why? This was the first story I saw today, and the one that's made me the saddest. You think it was because it affect you the way that uh, the way that it is? I don't know if it's because my elf and this elf share the same name. It hit hard. There's a mother from Wiley, Texas, Brittany Meese. And she hates the elf on the shelf. It's, hates the damn thing. Oh, everybody hates the damn thing. That's what you No, Brittany. Not everybody hates the damn thing. I love my elfus. Wow. I didn't know you named it. Yep. Are my, you supposed to name them? Sure. Everything gets a name. You know this. Well, not everything gets a name. But go on. Brittany doesn't like hiding Elphis or, or moving Elphis. Let me see if I can make her louder. Everybody hates the damn thing. It's a little bit better. No, you're wrong, Brittany. Where is the joy in your heart? She's got a five-year-old uh, and uh, a kid that's a little older. I don't know how old. Nine. Thanks, Blake. A five-year-old and a nine-year-old. The, the five-year-old's a little girl. Nine-year-old's a little boy. Little boy seems to love their elf, which they also named Elphis. And she got tired of moving Elphis because it's so difficult to move an elf around once a day. And no, but the thing, when when does elfing season start? Like when when are you supposed to first set? Sorry, when does the elf first come to visit you? Uh, usually right December first. Okay, yeah. December. So that's twenty four days. Right. That you as a parent. I'm sorry. That's 24 days that the elf has to figure out where he's going to hide. That's not too much to ask, right? I can come up with about six off the top of my head. If I sat down and worked at it, in your I'll do house, 12. There's six, there's enough places in the yoga room. No. That's, but, go on. So she says that on December 1st, their elf has showed up with a broken leg. Which isn't true, but she she said he had a broken leg, so she didn't have to move him for fourteen days. How lazy is that? That I love. No. Yeah. No. No. That is lazy. The kids look forward to Elphis and his movements for the entire year. You can't even do the first fourteen days. But why did Elphis have a broken leg? Because those little rat punks wouldn't pick up their toys, and he tripped on them. That's a perfect lesson. If they're not going to listen to you as a parent to make them pick up their toys, maybe they'll listen to the broken leg of an elf. You know what an elf? I don't think you need you know to break Elphis's leg to you know teach what your elf kids a femur lesson. sounds like when it snaps. Stop it! You stop it. Sounds so like you're for, eating a, a so, single cheese. It. So for 14 days, Elphis didn't get to move. He was on bed rest with a broken leg that she broke, and he screamed in elfin pain. Kids patiently waited and noticed when the 14-day bed rest had come to an end. And they wanted to know, where's Elphis? Where is Elphis? He can move now. So she throws Elphis in the oven and thinks, I'll move him later. She forgets about Elphis. 
In the oven? And she preheats it. Okay. Hold on. And she kills Elphis. Hold on. She's the worst mother who ever lived. Let me. Here, here is, uh, here is Brittany. And then I just panicked because they were coming around, so I just grabbed him and tossed him in here really fast. Yesterday, I preheated the oven for pasta and didn't think to look. <laughs> what an apple! <laughs> Wait a minute. These kids. You don't understand the bond that people feel with their Elphis. Oscar. Oscar, can we get can we get a call into Shannon's husband really quick? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Listen, at least you don't have to live you, you have to deal with me for four hours a day. You you don't know what that man has to deal with. <laughs> he he pays me well for those four hours. <laughs> Let's just say that. And I started to smell something super funky. <laughs> and then this was this was her direct quote. F, the elf, the effing elf is in the oven. That was her I direct. Panicked and I said my colorful words. By then, my when color. the kids heard the word elf, they thought that he had magically reappeared. Uh, wait a minute. They didn't hear the F word. They heard the elf word. You got that? They thought they, that Elvis yeah. was back. They don't care that mommy's screaming the F word in the kitchen. It's they. Did you say Elf? Yeah. Did you say Elf? It's like Said the Wahlberg house. Words. By then, when the kids heard the word Elf, they thought that he had magically reappeared. Mm. I started to grab him out, and the kids were like, don't touch him. He'll lose his magic. <laughs> so I was like. Crap. Is that a rule, too? Yes. You can't touch him. Right. Crap, he's going to lose his magic. And we were trying to, like, wiggle him out with utensils. <laughs> and his head flew off. <laughs> one screamed, one cried, one asked if Santa would fix him. And then the other one was glad that he would no longer tell on her. <laughs> what a Good. What that a, little spy bastard got what was coming to him. <laughs> what a like, nightmare. I feel like there's a lot more going on in this household than oh, just yes. that elf on a shelf. Yeah. Where's oh. Dr. Wendy when you need her on this one? <laughs> oh. I just want to play rap elf music now. Elf on a shelf, elf, elf on a shelf. Elf on a shelf, I'm the elf on a shelf. Elf on a shelf, and I'm here to stay. I'm gonna watch you till Christmas Day. Used to make toys for a good girl. And the story is also that Elf is, in your case, Elphis. Elphis. Is a scout elf, right? Right, and, and it will tell Santa if you're doing bad stuff. So when you woke up today, mm-hmm. where was Elphis? Elphis was on uh, the top of the kitchen. Time out. Time out. He's a climber. Time my, out. My Elphis is a climber. <laughs> so I need everyone to, to acknowledge that when I asked you where Elphis was, your face lit up and your voice changed. This is okay, not a. So this is the thing. I uh, I'm not a big. I used to not be a big Christmas fan. Okay. My husband is a huge Christmas fan, loves Christmas. He's the one who becomes a little kid around Christmas, right? Does he color coordinate the wrapping paper with the ornaments on the tree and then tell you that you can't put a red bow on that box? No, but when I wrapped your present last night, I made sure not to use a red ribbon. Uh, Just to be careful. All right. But anyway, I got him the elf on the shelf years ago because I thought he would enjoy it. Right. Because he's a little kid at Christmas. It'll be something fun. Everyone's doing it. And then I, I forgot to hide the damn thing. You know what I mean? I take just it out of the box. Him in the box. I just oh. Yeah, he was in the box for a year or two. And then uh, <laughs> I brought him out. And I was like, oh, look, it's Elf on the Shelf. And then I didn't move it. So uh, the roles got reversed. And now uh, the Elf has magic 
it magically moves for me. But for and, you, yeah. And you don't know how he moves. Mm-mm. I want to play this again because it cracked me up. Oh, my gosh. Can I just read a tweet really quick? Yes. I love how Shannon, who has lost zero brain cells to raising cherubs, is calling a mom lazy for giving up on the stupid elf on the shelf. (laughs) Way to take a joke. (laughs) And Merry Christmas to you. and... And Merry Christmas. Stick it in your stocking. And I started to smell something super funky. I panicked and I said my colorful words. By then, when the kids heard the word elf, they thought that he had magically reappeared. I didn't say elf, kids. I said F. I started to grab him out, and the kids were like, don't touch him, he'll lose his magic. So I was like, crap, he's going to lose his magic. And we were trying to, like, wiggle him out with utensils. Wait. Then his head flew off. One screamed, one cried, one asked if Santa hey, would fix him, and then the other one was glad that <clears throat> did he we, would no longer tell. Did we have her. to relive that again? <laughs> I love that. So cool. All right, coming up next. The top that's not we have Super Summer. Oh. Yeah, can you believe it? Oh, that's why you played Is it that, again? You want to play it one more time? I could. Let's do it. I'll play a little bits of it as we go through because it's very cool. Um, these are funny. The top-selling Amazon products. Oh, my gosh. I So when you go... Shopping now, like if you're that last minute shopper person and you f- go anywhere online, you're going to find gifts that they promise will be shipped in time for Christmas. You know, you got to you got to pay 80 bucks for a five dollar toy, but it's going to be shipped in time for Christmas. Uh, all of these lists are bad, except this one. And I've gone through some of these. It, I, I would not. First of all, if you get any of these, you know that they shopped after Thursday. So just just think, remember that on Christmas morning, you're unwrapping your presents. They bought these after today. Although, everybody loves dude wipes. Dude wipes, what are those? Dude wipes are flushable, unscented, moistened wipes. Thank God they're unscented. What do you wipe with them? I suppose you could wipe anything you wanted with them. But since it has the flushable on it, Shannon, I would hope that you would figure it out. Just the hot spots? <laughs> it's probably a hot spot wipe. So it's just like a moist wipe of toilet paper. It's just a baby wipe branded for, for, me, for adult, men. Adult for dudes. men, yeah. For dudes. And they uh, charge 20 bucks for it? I don't remember how much it is. It's two eighty three. Oh, it's a bargain. Amy, I'd like you to, you know, bone up on your dude wipe price points. Oh, look at you can get them at Target. It's nine; they're nine ninety nine. Not on Amazon. Oh, uh, you're right. Oh, they're only two ninety eight at Walmart. But oh, you get wow. a bigger pack. By the way, they also have. Uh, <laughs> you did have, just do a deep dive on those. They have so branded these flushable wipes. There's one now uh, that I saw the other night that was called Boogie Wipes, which is supposed to be for for snotty nosed kids. And it comes in a green package, of course. This next gift, I feel like somebody gave this to me at some point. What? The drop stop? Yeah, the car seat gap filler. I don't like those. Although, this was a shark tank no, a shark thing, tank, yeah. Uh, where you put it between where your seat hits the, uh, in that little gap where your seat hits the center console. And then your phone does not fall down the cracks. Well, it falls down into the gap stop. Or drop stop, but it doesn't fall all the way down to where you're trying to reach all the way behind your seat at the same time. That's available for, uh, gosh, that, that'll run you 
$19. Slime storage containers. My niece gave me a container of slime a couple weeks ago. She It, it had glitter in it. And the she homemade said slime? It, yeah, she said it was unicorn poop. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> so you? I actually have some experience with a slime storage container. Your, Maybe you need the dude wipes to your, clean up the uh, yeah. unicorn poop. Has your elf gotten stuck in your unicorn poop? No. Oh. Uh, the Exploding Kittens card game. This is supposed to be very fun. Hey. And I've seen it in one uh, one or two different great uh, board game, card game lists. This seems like one bucks. of those games where it's a see something, say something game. Where if you find a group of uh, young guys playing this, you can just round them up and throw them in prison. No, 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 no. A it, card game for people who are into kittens and explosions. And laser beams and sometimes goats. Like serial killers. no. I don't think the the point is to blow up the cat. Then why is it called exploding kittens? They just happen to explode at point at certain points. I don't think that's the. the I case. don't think that's good. Uh, the winter snow bag. If you live in Southern California, you don't know what snow is. You can buy it on Amazon for six bucks. Four liters of plastic snow. Just I. You can. You don't have to. How about pop uh, pop sockets? Expanding stand and grip. What, how does this work? Do you you don't have it on your phone anymore? Oh, but it's a little thing that sticks on the back of the phone. Yeah. And then we saw Elizabeth Espinosa. She has it okay. on her phone. And, and then the, what is it? So it, when it's collapsed, it's just flat on the back of your phone. It's not a big deal. But then it pops out, so it's got that sort of conical shape right uh-huh, there. Uh-huh. And you could stick your fingers like that and hold your phone. It's oh. like a collapsible hand, it's like a hand little, holder for yeah. your phone. Because we can't just hold our phone? But to the tune of $10 a piece, this pop socket thing is making somebody a billionaire. And some people have little tiny hands and they can't, like, full grip it. I think oh. I, I think Handel did a success from scratch on that thing. The pop socket? Yeah. I think you're right. And it comes in all the different colors and you can get it to match your, your can this not cover be, and everything. Can this next thing not be a thing? Well, you're going to have to ask. The beanie tail, soft stretch, cable knit, messy high bun, ponytail, beanie hat. That's a lot of names. It's a beanie with a hole in the back so you can put your ponytail through. For Blake. Oh, no. no. Amy. Oh, Amy. You've said that. We've, for no. one click purchase now. No. <laughs> Not for 18 bucks. No, sir. Um, Blake, if you come to work wearing one of these things. <laughs> A beanie tail, so soft stretch, cable knit, messy, high bun, ponytail, beanie hat. Oh. You said work, not dinner. I'll see you tonight. No. Wow. You get no you're food. Gonna, yeah, you're going to be at a different table. <laughs> uh, Haribo original gold bears gummy candy, five pound bag of gummy bears. Well, I think I did buy a five pound bag of M&M's. That would be $13. The That's gold not ones bad. are good, aren't those? The those are the original ones. Oh. Yes. So, I mean, it's not just the gold color. It's the gold bears. It says original gold. So it's all of the colors, but that's the original version. Mm. Do not, by the way, do not buy the sugar-free. Why? They will blow you up from the inside. Really? They will turn you into a nuclear waste facility. Really? Oh, my gosh. Do you have a story to share? Uh, no. Yes. But... During the break, I'm going to ask you to go to Amazon, look up the the sugar-free gummy bear reviews. I've read those. But sugar-free candy will destroy you. It will destroy you from the inside. God put sugar in candy for a reason. Mm -hmm. So are you saying then you would use the dude wipes after eating the The, sugar-free candy? You would need a dude towel after that. Uh, Squatty potty. Toilet stool. 
This is for kids, right? Please no, tell me it's no, for no, what? No, no, no. That what? Was a, it's another Shark Tank. No, it's not a stool. No. no. I mean, it, it's a stool, but it's not like, oh, I can't reach the potty. I need to walk up on the stool to sit. Why do you need a stool for the potty? All right, I'm going to do a quick demonstration here, and I apologize for what you're about to see. But when you sit, prepare the wipes to do things <laughs> on the toilet to make a poopy. Supposedly, grunty. you're grunty. The, the correct. <laughs> did you never see the unicorn commercial or the squatty potty? The unicorn I thought it makes was the for ice cream. Children? No. Why is it not for children? Your 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 legs are supposed to be at a higher angle to effectuate proper disposal. Can you never do that again? I just, I said, I'm. it's an awkward demonstration I'm about to do. Do you have one of these at home? No. Do, do you that, want one? But my wife has given, I would say, 10 of them, 12 of them. Oh, really? Oh, for, for Christmas? Here's the thing. A couple of years ago, she got one and took it to one of, like, the white elephant gift thing, where it was uh, four or five different couples, and we would all get, like, I brought a gift for a guy, and she'd bring a gift for a woman, and then you'd go through and pick your gifts. That was the most popular and traded for gift. Yes, my uh, on last week our Bible study, same thing. Everybody was trying hard for that thing, including this guy. Okay, so much with that story. Feel like do you feel at the end of a time with a squatty, like an episode with a squatty potty? You're like, what have I been doing wrong? Is yeah. it really that life changing? I don't have one yet. That's my point. Like no, I wanted to, ex- how do you- I wanted to see if that would be my reaction. I wanted to know what that experience was like. You could just stack up some books by your toilet. You we're going to get, get now. We're going to get tweets from people who did you just hold your knees? Just Gloria all read it and just put books on the floor. Uh, okay. I, I just think the gift giving idea, though. Like, hi, you remind me of sitting on the toilet. Here's a present yeah. for you it just it doesn't you, have that warm I love fuzzy. you so it's, much it's more like i'm concerned about your movements here <laughs> is something to help let with. me just say i feel bad because i haven't gotten any of you this because i am not concerned about your movements are you guy are you upset now that i'm not concerned well it's about never it? come up i've Thank never heard anybody thankfully. in this circle talk about issues with their movements thankfully right do you have something to say I don't know. I'm trying to read the look the on your break. face. I in don't the know break. What, I don't know what it means. We'll do it in the break. <laughs> anyway, those are some great Christmas gifts if you're looking at some of the top-selling weird oh, Amazon things. By the way, mm-hmm. the last item on the list, the Himalayan pink salt lamp, I have one of those, and I enjoy it thoroughly. I love mine. Yeah, I adore it. Yeah. I feel like it, it gives me power. And it it produces negative ions or something. It's supposed to be good for your respiratory system. Really? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Himalayan pink salt lamp. It's just a big rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it lights up. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's nice for like a bedroom uh, like night light. You sleep with a night light? Uh, Himalayan salt lamp light. Sleep you have a problem light. with that? Yeah, you got a problem with that? And I got a problem with your elf on the shelf licking the salt he has lamp to go to bed. a name. Gary and Shannon, KFI AM 640. More of this coming up. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> Coming up in about a half an hour, Justin Worship, host of the Dad Podcast, joins us. All about Christmas Day. 
And when does the first fight land? What is it about? Just give you an idea of how to schedule your day. Maybe uh, know where some of these speed bumps are going to come up and how to avoid them. Also brought to you back, brought back to you by popular demand, Terror in the Skies. I love that segment. I do too. One of the is it because you get to put on your flight jacket? It's because uh, and call me Maverick. <laughs> it's because I know that you have to deal with airports a lot more than I do, yeah. and it makes me laugh to think of you in a lot of these situations. Like, what would Shannon do? Makes me makes me laugh. Yeah, felony is usually the answer. <laughs> Bail. Bail is a word that comes to mind. To Sydney we go. Sydney, Australia. Australian police say there is no evidence of a terrorist link. So the guy who rammed his car in central Melbourne left 19 people injured. Rammed his car through pedestrians on a busy street. The police say the driver is an Australian citizen of Afghan descent who has a known history of drug use and mental health issues. Okay. Um... I think we run into this when we talk about what terrorism is and how we define it. Why why does there have to be a link to in this case religious fanaticism? I think is what they're saying is that there's no there's no link necessarily to a larger terrorist group or terrorist ideology. If his if his goal is to roll through a, a Christmas crowd of 35 40 people, that's a terroristic act. But define. I don't know how they define it in Australia. Well, that's what I mean. But it's, here, it's it to be terrorism. It's got to be they want to change in government. They're mad at what the government's doing or something of that nature. There's a political or a religious political or religious reason, reason right. behind it, right? Okay. Well, in that case, uh, the police earlier had said that uh, 14 people injured, but there was a, a Victorian premier who confirmed that there were 19 people taken to hospitals. Four listed in critical condition included a preschool age child. We believe that's a four year old. Now. This guy ran through this crowd and then crashed his little Suzuki, I think it was, into one of those concrete pillars that's out in front of a bus station or a train station. And once the car was disabled, an off-duty cop rolled up and wrestled this guy out of the car. Yeah, he wasn't the only one. There was a couple people, apparently, that just made sure he wasn't going anywhere. Uh, there was a 24-year-old man who was seen filming all of this on his mobile phone. And when they went to him and said, hey, buddy, what are you doing? Or however they say that in Australia. They found a bag car- containing three knives as well. So they arrested that guy also. So there's two guys arrested. They don't know if he's connected. At least they haven't said at this point if he's connected. But this is not out of the realm of possibility that... This crazy guy tells a buddy, hey, meet me at this place. I'm going to run my car through a crowd, and I want you to record it so that we can send it to our terroristic overlords and let them praise our work. Or it's just a guy on the street filming the whole thing like everybody does these days with their phones and happens to have three knives on him. That's totally plausible. Uh, The investigation will involve— Wait a minute. It just happens to have three knives on him? How many knives do you have on you right now, Blake? Blake has one. Just one? Just one? I bet there's people in here uh, in this building that have more than one knife. If on we got them. in my truck, I'd have three. Exactly. When's the last time you used three knives in one day, Blake, outside of your kitchen? It, um, I rest my case. It's been a while. I, they, I worked in that no, meat department, I, I used a lot of them. You don't have to use three knives, just carry them. Uh, the forces. Are you, is he licensed to carry three? 
I think a lot of guys have knives on, like a like a pocket knife or a switchblade or whatever. I don't think that's odd. Not a switchblade. I think it's odd. I mean, the the knife that he has is a utility knife. That's not an odd thing. The well, one that this, they the one that they made me give up at the bar in Philadelphia because you wanted to go in there. I want to go in there. I that was I wasn't the one knife. on the pole that night. That was you. That was also after I gave up the knife. Uh. The forces counterterrorism unit will be involved to ensure that there is no terrorism connection and that there's no ongoing threat. But this was a guy who was on a mental health plan. He was receiving treatment for his mental illness. He's a crazy person who ran his car into a crowd, it looks like. And, and this is not unusual for Melbourne. Unfortunately, back in January, there were six people killed, 30 injured when a car was driven up on a, uh, a footpath, they call it, near near where this one took place today. Police arrested that driver. Um, That person also said that they had a history, or I should say police also said that that guy had a history of drug use, family violence, mental health problems, and that case was not terrorism-related either. So, But but most of the other car incidents that we see, people running cars through crowds, tend to be related to terrorism in some way. Uh, When we come back, the top news story of the year, as voted on by news professionals. What do you think it was? Oh, I know what it was because I saw this. Oh. But we'll tell you what it was. If you didn't know, what would you guess it was? The Trump presidency, I would have said, would probably, because that's the what everybody can't get over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everybody wants to talk about it. All right. We'll talk about that when we come back to Gary and Shannon. KFI AM 640. Thursday, December 21st, uh, first day of winter. Oh, you're right. That's why it's so cold. Shortest day of the year. It is. It was uh, 37, I think, this morning. 60 degrees, I think, for the high in Burbank. Yeepers. Yeepers? Let's see see what it's like in, uh, uh, I don't know. (laughs) The Meadowlands? East Rutherford. <laughs> right now. I think it'll be fine. It's 39. That's not bad. That's fine. 44 on Sunday. That's warmer than it it's, was in Kansas City, isn't it? Um, or it's about the same. Yeah, about the same. It'll be fine. You get, listen, fine. You, I got lucky. You got lucky this year. Lucky, yeah. There were a couple of opportunities for you to I get. Took, I took the sunshine with me. Mm? Oh, boy. The... Uh, AP Top Stories poll was first conducted back in 1936, and they chose, they asked news editors all around the world about the top stories of the year, and every year they come up with the top 10 stories. Now, barring some sort of ridiculous thing happening in the next several days, this is going to be the uh, the final list. Uh, the 10th, and we'll go reverse order here, the 10th was uh, ISIS. And the fact that it looks like ISIS doesn't have any significant territory in either Syria or Iraq, which makes them just IS instead of ISIS. So they do have other affiliates, of course, Egypt, Afghanistan, Libya. They continue to move. But 
definitely not the caliphate that they thought they were going to have. Number nine was the worldwide terror attacks. First big terror attack of this year came on twenty uh, on the New Year's Day at a nightclub in Istanbul. And then you had the Ariana Grande concert, a bike path in New York City, the La Rambla Promenade in Barcelona in October, a Somalia truck bombing that killed more than 500 people, if you can believe that. And then last month, a crowded mosque in Egypt, more than 300. The eighth largest was the one that just finally took place yesterday, officially, the tax overhaul. That was one of the big stories, a billion and a half, sorry, trillion and a half dollar tax overhaul. Obamacare is up next at number seven because of Congress's fail to repeal Barack Obama's health care law and replace it with a new plan. You thought as soon as Republicans took control of the White House and Congress, this would be a no brainer. They, they complained about it for eight years. You thought they'd have something in the wings ready to go. We found out they didn't. No. Uh, number six was the Trump-Russia probe. And a lot of this is getting publicity today because there is more concern that the president is going to try to fire Robert Mueller, although I haven't seen any reason to believe that he would, other than the people kind of behind the scenes saying, whatever you do, don't do it. North Korea's number five, of course, the uh, the taunting and the potential nuclear uh, issue that's been going on with North Korea at number five. And, of course, Dennis Rodman most recently telling us <laughs> right. nobody's got their finger on the button. This is all just a fun back and forth relax because fun, fun that's forth. that's where we get our uh, voice of reason. Yes. Dennis Rodman. <laughs> exactly. <Thank> you. <laughs> Las Vegas mass shooting, of course, that video poker player unleashing a torrent of gunfire upon that festival. They're killing 58 people along the strip. And and still, the most unsettling is perhaps the fact that we don't understand the guy's motives. We, we don't, don't know, know exactly why he did this. Uh, I was right, well, kind of, that the president's first year in office mm. became uh, a big story. Did was I the ask second you largest what story. was number two on the list? No. Well, well, because I knew what number one was. Okay. All right. No, you get you get half credit. Okay, you get a three-quarters credit. Thank you. I'll You're take welcome. it. You're welcome. Number one. That's a drum roll. That's a really bad drum roll. I know. Sexual misconduct. All of these scandals that involve misdeeds and improprieties and harassment and unwanted touching and unwelcome comments and all of this stuff, from, from all of those minor things all the way up to sexual assault and rape, never anything remotely like this waterfall of allegations that we've seen since the Harvey Weinstein story made it into the New York Times. We spent so much time this year on this on this story because new names kept coming every out day. every day. Do you think this is going to continue as we go into the new year or people are going to have sexual harassment slash assault fatigue? Well, I think that it's going to get a big bump every time we see an award show. And we know that the beginning of the year is with the Screen Actors Guild with the Oscars, oh, yeah. when the Emmys come back around in the fall, it might get a sort of a revival. But we'll see a lot of that come back up when people talk about it in their acceptance speeches. You know, we're not going to take it anymore, and women are going to stand up, and men have to take responsibility for their actions, and, and we're going to... So I, I do think it's going to continue. As far as new names coming out, I kind of feel like we've reached the point where all of the big-name guys that we're going to see get tapped for this have been named. Do you think any littler guys are going to come out? You mean names or are they going to like self-report like, like Morgan uh, Spurlock did? Yeah, not self-report, but, you know, 
maybe radio people. Oh, sure. There have been a couple. Who do you think is going to? Oscar. Oscar Ramirez? Yeah. And I don't mean this one specifically. Not this Oscar right, Ramirez? But I'm sure there are a, a just bunch. Just random? Yeah. Just random guys. Mm-hmm. Some rando Oscar is going to come out and be accused <laughs> of bad things. Aggressive hugging. I could see that. The other thing that pushed, I, I, I agree with that being the number one story, uh, but the other thing that I think pushed it up is just how creepy guys can get. Yeah. I mean, that was one of the things. <laughs> it was always like a new move that with every guy. And then they were all eerily similar. Right. And it was always some combination of pulling Pull- something out and playing with something. <laughs> and, you know, it, it was just how creepy people can Pulling be. Something out. Not people. Well, guys. Men. men. Yeah. Not yeah, they're not people, Oscar. I, I hate <laughs> men. men. I didn't hear any stories I yet. Hate myself. I know. I you know? do. <laughs> All right, coming for up. when for whenever that random guy named Oscar comes out, right. you know, we're like, I hate you. I Oscar. can't wait to beat that guy up. <laughs> coming up next, Justin Warsham, host of the Dad Podcast, joins us all about kids on Christmas Day. Gary Channel will continue right after this.